Next on Community Matters, Marshall Mayor Jim Schwartz on Blue Oval. I do feel that the majority is very, very strong in support of this taking place. Holding your phone while driving is now illegal and can cost you. The first offense is $100. Second offense, $250. MDOT updates us on all the bridge work and construction along I-94 in Calhoun County. I'm Richard Pyatt. Community Matters is next for July 8, 2023, brought to you by Lakeview Ford Lincoln. Good morning. Glad to have you back with us on Community Matters. Richard Pyatt here, brought to you by Lakeview Ford Lincoln, Dickman at Washington, downtown Battle Creek. And you can hear us every Saturday at 8 a.m. on 95.3 WBCK and anytime at Battle Creek Podcast. Want to welcome back now to Community Matters, the mayor of Marshall, Jim Schwartz. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Well, thank you, Richard, for having me. Appreciate the opportunity. Well, glad to have you back. Boy, the last time we talked, Ford Motor Company had basically just made their announcement that the Marshall Megasite was their choice for the Blue Oval Battery Park, Michigan. And uh, boy, uh, there's been a fair amount of... uh, developments that have taken place since then. How are you feeling about it today? You know, I still, from that standpoint, when we talked back in February, that it's a great opportunity for the community, for our younger generations, um, for areas around Marshall. This isn't just about Marshall. It's it's communities. I've heard from entities as far away as Coldwater, their elected officials, support from Hillsdale, Battle Creek, of course, right? It's bigger than just Marshall, and I understand that. And when I first uh, was running as as an electorate for mayor and as council, one of my things that I, I stood on was development of opportunities for the workforce here in Marshall and providing that stability. Uh, I'm big on, on the Budget ideas, um, staying within budget, making us sound, making us viable, not just today. But, you know, I want to look down the road and over three billion dollar investment from Ford that that provides for us. And that's a good step forward. And certainly uh, the the progress has moved forward as well. Some opposition, of course, uh, uh, just in the last couple of weeks, lawsuit filed uh, to try and and uh, stop the rezoning of that property and uh, put it to a vote. In Marshall, what are your thoughts about the referendum idea? I support any of our community members um, if they have a concern to follow their options. They took the option of of trying to do signatures for a referendum. We are required to follow the city charter. And in that charter, if there's appropriations that is attached to it, it actually says you shall not have the opportunity for a referendum. And then it very clearly, I think the city clerk, and, and it's, it's been reported several times through her findings, felt that the signatures that were provided were not um, sufficient. I believe 136 she found valid in that referendum going forward. Uh, based on language in the city charter, we as council addressed that at the last meeting 
and talk through it. And we are in support of what the city clerk has presented back as her response for the referendum. It's interesting. I was chatting with uh, Glenn Kowalski last week, committee for Marshall, not the mega site. And uh, interestingly, the perspective they have is that that isn't the case, that, that the interpretation can be different. Do you suppose, well, I guess it will be a judge that will decide uh, what the interpretation is, but was there discussion about the possibility that it could be interpreted differently? Well, anytime, right? Um, it's how you want it to read. Um, it's how you interpret it, the wording. And, and, you know, in my background in law enforcement, there are certain words like shell, not may, not could, but shell. And in in the city charter, it does say shall not be allowed for referendum if there are appropriations. Mm -hmm. uh, the other part about the signatures, it does state five members of that committee are responsible for going out and getting those signatures. Uh, so it, it's, you know, that's for um, litigation to be brought out. Um, they're doing what they feel is correct. I'm not advocating for um, a lawsuit, of course, right? It's always great if we could work that out, but that's their prerogative. And, you know, under their rights, they have that. And I'm not going to stand in that way. We'll just, as our city manager said, we have the lawsuit brought against us. We'll defend that lawsuit on, on how the city um, feels that it should be interpreted. And they, in saying, will do uh, their interpretation and we'll see how that comes out. I really can't comment. I have not actually seen the suit itself. I don't want to discuss a pending lawsuit anyway. So it is interesting, you know, when we talked with uh, with Kowalski, the, the idea that there seems to be a willingness to try and, and sit down and, and talk about what uh, they term as, as unknowns in this whole process, how chemicals will be handled, what assurances can be made about the uh, the environment around the mega site where this plant would be situated, things of that nature. Uh, has there been an attempt to, on the part of the the council or or any of uh, the city officials to to try and sit down and and have conversations with the committee for Marshall folks? Well, you know, we represent the city. I don't know the membership of this other organization. I know there are several from the townships that come to our meetings and, and they speak and we do listen, right? Um, anytime there are boundary, we want to work with our townships and other communities. But at the end, end of the day, I represent the city and I want to make sure that these chemicals are handled well. I want to make sure that lighting is not causing pollution, um, that light noise, as they call it, I want to make sure that there's boundaries and setbacks. When they first came to us, they talked about, well, preserving the Kalamazoo River. We listened. Ford heard 245 acres, not feet, 245 acres of untouched area along that Kalamazoo River. And then, you know, they talked about some of the historic barns and that nature. Stepped up, brought that up. They're willing to move those barns, just finding a location for them or letting them get them moved. So, you know, we are taking those into consideration. This has been going on for several, several decades. Um, you hear 20 years or longer. Uh, Marshall Township actually had it zoned in their master plan as industrial. 
So, you know, this has been going on. And now that we have an investment coming into the community, it's brought it to the forefront. So, you know, when we as council sitting down and discussing this, what was the intent of that land, even through the township was industrial. So that's where we come up with the industrial identification for this area. I3 is restrictive in what it can be instead of just an open industrial area. So we want to make sure there's berming. We want to make sure that traffic is studies are in and taken care of. What is the runoff so it doesn't get into that river? These are all done during the, the building process and permitting process. We have federal guidelines, state guidelines, EPA. We rely on those laws as well. And then, you know, we talk about appropriations when it's something of this magnitude, you got to have those professionals on hand. We've even heard at the meeting that the only reason we put appropriations on is just so there couldn't be a referendum. That's not what took place. As I just explained, we got to have people that have that knowledge and skills and abilities to make sure that area stays safe, area stays clean. It does not cause undue hardships for those um, township residents in that area. And, and keeping that to a minimum. So that was the idea behind that, looking at how's it all going to lay out. I have not even seen the plan yet. That's all part and it's open to the public. There, There's public hearings even on the um, planning commission as they're presenting those plans. So when they say they want to be involved, that is, they are involved. They have that opportunity to come forward and share those ideas and, and bring them in. They have to stay within the laws, and we will make sure that that happens. Have you had, or the city or the council, had uh, interaction with Meda or uh, Ford as this possibility of a lawsuit, the issue with the referendum and, and such, has come about? Um, is there a, a purview that is commonly held out there about the way this could proceed? So when, when you say has the city or Meda had their discussion. I do not know that. We have our city attorney and, and, you know, we had a closed session when we were talking about the referendum and where that stood, right? So, you know, that's a closed session and protecting the, the liability of the city. I have not had any discussion or been privy to that with um, outside. I've only spoken with the city manager and our city attorney. So, again, you know, I, I can't discuss what those matters are yeah. because it's an ongoing litigation now. But, you know, I can't answer to where the city and Meta and Ford or the, the governor's office or MEDC, what, do, what is taking place with that? What's your gut tell you about this uh, process? That is to say, if uh, the committee for Marshall's perspective is confirmed by a judge the zoning stops. Is there a, a concern that this will be delayed or not happen? Is there a concern? Uh, you know, I, I just wanted to have the due process. Um, and that's what they're trying is their due process. I feel that me as the mayor and our council, we are doing the right thing. We have held meetings. We went till almost 3 a.m. one morning and the meeting started at 7 p.m. Um, we're giving people a chance to be heard. Our other meetings are going, you know, long periods of time to allow that and their thoughts to be brought up. We may not agree, but they are being heard. And when I'm going through this, I am trying to follow, not trying, I am following what the charter says. I am looking at 
ways when they bring things up, if it makes sense and we can do it, why wouldn't I do it? As I talked about the 245 acres and, and the barns and these types of things. Right. I'm also looking at what's good for the community and, and the surrounding areas as far as, you know, providing for future needs and jobs and opportunities. Why wouldn't we want that? Is there give and take on anything? Absolutely. And, you know, when we're producing these jobs and things, well, you have to bring industry in and things that are going on. So the way the best the way we can best handle this is through the process, looking at and ensuring those concerns that you brought up, you know, the runoffs, the chemicals on site, clean up down the road. What is your your business plan for maintaining? Correct. And um, we, that's that's what we're our job is tasked going forward. And I take it very serious. Just trying to extrapolate from that. My, my sense is that um, maybe there is some concern about how this will move forward. But I think I also hear in what you're saying from your perspective that uh, you still feel confident that these concerns can be addressed and that uh, Ford has the best in mind for the community and you still feel comfortable with all of it. I really do, Richard. Um, I want to reassure, you know, those that are represented in the city that we have the same ideas. We want a safe community. We want responsible um, partners in in our um, workforce. We want to ensure that what they bring is done correctly. Again, we have the right people in place to ensure that this is going to take place um, through contracts and I, I do feel that the majority, from what I'm getting, is very, very strong in support of this taking place. I get phone calls. There were emails. There's letters that have been sent. I mean, yes, there is opposition in anything, but there's a very strong support for this to take place. You anticipated what I was going to ask. I was curious about your impression of that. So your feeling is the, the majority of the community is in favor. Yes, I do. A, a large majority, even. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, it's it's who you speak to, you know, at the meetings. I hear some of the opposition outside. I hear a lot of support, you know, stay the course. We need this. We're looking our tax base going down. And that was one of the questions that they keep saying, well, you know, if it's in a renaissance, how does that help us? Well, there's what we call the payment in lieu of taxes, the pilot. And that's where we as a city know what our cost is, what they are bringing to those added costs, and ensure that our taxpayers are not burdened by um, what's taking place. The roads, the infrastructure, the water and sewer. We're actually, because of this, now able to have redundancy with Battle Creek water and city water should something happen. We can rely on each other to help out if a major incident should occur. Um, Because it was dead end out there by the casino, is my understanding. Well, now you get a loop going in and we have backup resources between communities and you always want to work together. Correct. So, yes, this this is another area that that brings um, safety and, and that backup to our community as well. We talked about this the last time it keeps coming up when I hear some people talk about it. The idea that Marshall will not be the same, that bringing a development of this magnitude will change the character of the city. How do you respond to that, particularly now that you've had some time to sit with it 
and absorb some of the the details of this and and uh, the interim uh, things that have taken place as this has progressed since we talked the last time. Will Marshall be the same? No. Marshall will be stronger. Marshall will have jobs, opportunities. If we recall, we lost over 2,000 jobs when State Farm left, um, Eaton's left. We're replacing those jobs, you know, that we have lost. So where someone had to drive 45 minutes to an hour each way to find work, they can now be that much closer to their family, which brings, we want job opportunity. We want a place where families can be together. We want a place where you can enjoy and have a walkability and lifestyle. I think that's what we're actually bringing along with this. Our 4th of July chicken barbecue. What a great time. We still have our Blues Fest. I see our downtown being maintained. This is out at 69 and at 94 area. I don't see a lot of that traffic coming back in towards town other than you know, utilizing our downtown for lunches and, and shopping and dining and walking and enjoying that atmosphere. But will it have change? Yes. Change is scary, but change isn't always bad. Change can be good. And I see it as a good thing for our community, our kids, their kids, possibly. And what does that bring with it? Maybe some other job opportunities and diversity. So I think these jobs will offset many of those that we lost. And, and I look forward to having that possibilities for those seeking and needing to um, support their families. What would you say to, to someone who says, and I, I heard it last week, I don't know if Marshall is my home anymore if this situates here. I don't think it's going to be the same quality of life any longer. What would you say to them? I would just reiterate the fact of it, there is change, but we have to wait and see what that is. If it isn't your town anymore, I don't see it that way. Um, I see it as growth, opportunity, and stability. We need to maintain what we have. And currently, our budget is tighter and tighter and tighter as nothing new has really come in. And that tax burden is being put on our, our residents. We had to raise our electric rates 11% one year and then 12% one year. So, you know, the more that we can do to offset that and possibly even give rate cuts as we go along because there's more use, why wouldn't we want to try that for our community? But I don't think something of this nature changes a whole dynamic of a city. I see it as supplements what we already have and allows us to continue what we're already doing. And just because of this factory coming in or, or industry coming in, the people are still the people. And that's what makes up your town. We, we have that where you can walk downtown. It is a safe community. I don't see our community changing from being safe. As a former director of public safety, um, and our current um, police chief and fire chief speaking with them. They're prepared for this. They're, they're looking ahead. That's their job. And talking to them, they feel they can handle what's coming forward and maintaining our community and the safety of it. When you wake up in the morning and, and you, uh, you look at the prospect of this development from the perspective we have today, what does your gut tell you? It's going to happen or it might not happen? I, I think... From my standpoint, following the charter and doing what we're doing, I think it should happen. How's that? <laughs> um, I want it to happen. 
I, I think, as I mentioned before, the community, from what I'm getting as the elected official and, and contacts, are very much in support of this for those reasons which I stated. So, yes, I, I look forward to Ford coming to Marshall. I look forward to being them a good partner within the community, supporting the jobs, the investment, and the money coming back and, and people living in town and, and spending money here in Marshall. That's that's a big part. And that's what I see happening. I want to support our DDA. You know, some of the things we don't talk about is with, with the employees coming in or, or, you know, some maybe some new housing, which we've had a shortage of, providing that. And then our, our community um, clubs, you know, the Lions Club, the Rotary Club, those, you know, can also help with their memberships. And, and yeah, I, I just see other good things than just, just the jobs. But the jobs, it starts there. So if the zoning change is held up, have you been advised as to what the next course of action is? No, I have not. Um, we know that more property is there. We we four twenty five some property, but right now the zoning is for this Ford area. I don't know what the other areas possibly could be. Um, could be zoned differently. I don't know. That hasn't been brought before council, yeah. and I haven't had any discussions or any um, information as who even may be interested out there. We do have a uh, industry looking for our. LDFA area down by the airport where our, our other industrial area is. So, you know, now we have some interest in there and there has, that has not been really anything new besides the marijuana industry that, that built out there, but this would be something new. And I just was told that someone is interested in that for about maybe 10 acres. So mm-hmm. yeah, that fits in that area. That would be a good fit for something in there. So yeah, that that's exciting. And then we just heard from the governor's office, and I don't know if you're aware of that, but Eaton's investing another $10 million in 100 jobs in the area. So Marshall's getting some wins, and that's what we need. We need the jobs. We need the availability for jobs. But at the same time, like you said, we want to make sure our community stays safe, our our way of life remains viable. I want people to live, work, and play in Marshall, all three of those. Sounds like a good place to leave it for now. We'll stay in touch. Mayor Jim Schwartz, thank you. I thank you for the opportunity, and and thank you for all um, those that have come to the meetings for and against, and we do listen. Thank you, Richard.